This is Monday Motivation, episode number 312. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? If you want to listen to my episodes one day earlier than they are released anywhere else, you have to download the app Himalaya and follow my show. Himalaya is free, super easy to use, and has every podcast you can think of. I love that you can leave comments under each episode and even create episode playlists. Make sure you check it out today. Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. Before I start, I just wanted to say wherever you are in the world right now, I'm sending you so much love. My heart is just beaming through the screen to you right now. I just want you to know how much I love you, how much I care about you, and that you are in my heart and my thoughts right now. And today, I want to chat to you about 11 ways that we can declutter our mind and how we can become a content connoisseur. So I'm sure that you're aware there's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, email, Snapchat, text messages, phone calls, WhatsApp, Voxer messages, and the list goes on and on and on. And it's very easy to feel overwhelmed, I know. And I read this recent report that was published by the University of California that found the average adult consumes 34 gigabytes of content and 100,000 words of information every single day. Holy guacamole. But overwhelm doesn't have to be your reality. You can become a content connoisseur. So I want to ask you this, how many times a day do you consume content in any form? So from social media, podcasts, TV, magazines, radio, books, how much content do you consume a day? Do you have any idea how much information you are consuming a day? So this is something that we need to think about. There's a lot of input, a lot of input, and that can make us feel overwhelmed and maybe even a bit stressed and anxious. So it's just good to kind of look at, okay, well, I'm listening to this many podcasts, I'm reading this, I'm watching the news here, I'm digesting things on social media. There's a lot. So I just want you to become aware of it. But I have another question for you now. How discerning are you about the information that you consume? Are you a content connoisseur? Are you carefully curating the information and energy that you allow into your space? Are you really carefully curating that? Or are you more of like an info tart, you know, just like getting all the information in and not really being discerning about where it's coming from? So I just want to paint a picture for you. Most of you wouldn't dream of eating donuts and fries five times a day. Yet, 
there is no hesitation putting junk into our brain five times a day or 100,000 times a day. So not only is this nonstop consumption eating up our precious time and zapping our energy, it's also cluttering up our mind and causing us to walk around with a bloated parachute inside our mind. Like think about that. It's taking up all that space in our mind when we could be using that time and energy and space for other things. So what is the solution? The solution is we've got to stop wasting our precious time and energy on mindless, unhealthy content consumption that's causing you to feel overwhelmed and overloaded. And instead, use that precious time to share your gifts with the world, to launch your dream business, start the non-for-profit, do yoga, meditate, surprise your partner with a picnic dinner date, teach your kids how to grow their own food or consume content that inspires and educates you. There's a level of consumption that's healthy, inspiring, and educating. But today, the average person is going way beyond this level. No one seems to be really talking about this. But I'm not afraid to kind of speak up about it because I don't think it's super healthy for us. So it's time for a radical new approach and it's time for you to become a content connoisseur. So how do we actually do that? So this concept I invented to protect your precious headspace from endless streams of clutter and stimulation. Becoming a content connoisseur is about preserving your mental bandwidth by being highly discerning about the information that you consume and allow in no matter what form it comes in. Now, I'm not saying that you need to abstain from content entirely. No way. That is not what I'm saying. Or that everything you consume needs to be high vibe. I'm not saying that. Sometimes an episode of Suits or Younger at the end of your long week can be the most relaxing way to spend your weekend or Friday night. I mean, I love that. I'm simply advocating that you become conscious about what crosses your eyes and ears. Like really be conscious of it. And as well, especially if you have children, like what are they consuming? What are they consuming? So I want to share with you 11 tips. Maybe you want to write these down of how to upgrade your habits and become a content connoisseur. So here we go. Let's kick off with number one. Number one is I want you to become aware of the content that you consume in any form. It's easy to not even notice that there's music blasting at the cafe while you're working or that you're mindlessly staring at billboards while you're walking the dog. Awareness is the first place and the most important step that we need to start at. We need to become aware. Okay, where am I consuming? What am I consuming? So you can pause this and take a little moment to write that down if you want. I remember growing up in my house, we had the TV blasting 24-7. From the moment I woke up, the news was on. Then during the day, there was like TV shows on. And then as soon as I got home, there was shows on. And then in the night, there was TV shows on. And the news constantly. I don't really remember a time growing up where we didn't have the TV on. We don't live like that in our house now. We do not live like that. 
And it's really important because you are being brainwashed by whatever is going on in that background noise. Okay. So it's really important that we become aware of what we are consuming. Number two, take steps to minimize the mindless consumption. You only want to consume information when you choose to, not by default, like having it on just in the background of your home while you're walking around or having the radio on in the car when you're not really listening to it. So for example, something that you could do is like if you've been listening to music in the car on the radio whilst you're driving, I don't know if anyone does that anymore with things like Spotify and Apple Music, but maybe people do. Something that you could do is once you finish listening to it, you can make sure that you always switch it off before you turn off the car. So that way, when you jump back in the car, the next time you're not like bombarded with noise as soon as you turn the car on. So you can then choose to switch it on. You have the choice, okay? So minimizing that mindless noise, that mindless consumption in the background. And like I said, just don't have the TV or the radio on in the background just for noise. This is programming your subconscious mind. So be mindful of what you consume. Number three, identify your content black holes. So where are you most likely to get lost in a time suck of content consumption? You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's when you decide to quickly check Instagram only to lose yourself for like a whole hour. Yep, guilty. Or when you decide to watch just one episode of a TV show only to find yourself a few hours and maybe five episodes later in a full-blown TV coma. Yep, I've been there too. So I want you to take a moment to figure out when you're most likely to slide down that slippery slope. Like what time of the day is it? Is it in the afternoon? Is it in the evening? Where are you? Are there any key triggers that you can identify that really promote you to fall into that content black hole? How do you feel? What are the triggers? Just ask yourself some of those questions. I know for a lot of people, maybe it's at the end of the day or whilst they're eating lunch or something like that. So just become aware of those content black holes. Number four, now I am a massive fan of healthy boundaries in all the different areas of your life. So put some into place to prevent those content black holes. I want you to determine what is and isn't okay for you. I want you to set some boundaries. For example, like maybe on weeknights, you only watch two episodes of your favorite show. Or you only pick up your phone after your morning routine and your most important tasks are done. So you need to put in some healthy boundaries with yourself. And you might need to get really strict at the start, but soon it will become second nature. Like I don't open social media. I don't open Instagram until I have done my morning routine and all my most important tasks. Like as I'm recording this, it's like the middle of the day right now. And I haven't even opened social media yet because I haven't finished all of my most important tasks. So it's quite often that it'll get to 1 p.m. and I haven't even opened Instagram or any social media platform. So put in some healthy boundaries with yourself, okay? And stick to them. Be strict if you have to. Number five, create white space. 
So many of us fill up every single second of our day with content consumption. You know, we take our phones with us to the loo. We are listening to podcasts, which are amazing, especially if you're listening to this one. But we fill up every bit of white space that we have instead of just being, you know, it's really so important that we just be and sit in stillness and feel whatever it is that's coming up for us. So it's really time that we break that habit and reclaim some peace for us, peace in our brain by deliberately choosing to cultivate moments of white space throughout our day. So some things that you could do are next time you're standing in the line at the checkout or waiting for an appointment, just watch how many times you go to pick up your phone. Give yourself full permission to just be in those moments. Just be and breathe. Like just literally sit and breathe. The other day, I went down to the beach and I took my book, I took my phone, and I was like, I'm going to listen to podcasts, I'm going to read. And then I got down there and I just laid on my back and I just stared into space. And it was so beautiful. So when you give yourself those moments to just be, you'll be amazed at the ideas and the insights that spring to your mind because you have created that space and you're not dousing your brain with the fire hose of information. So really remember that. It's such an important thing, creating white space. And this doesn't just apply to content. It applies to all areas of your life. Okay, number six, I want you to start trying to go to the bathroom in peace. So I want you to be really honest with me here. When was the last time that you went to the loo without your phone? For so many of us, the answer is, I can't really remember. So stop filling yourself up with information while you're emptying yourself out. Give yourself those couple of minutes to just sit and go to the bathroom in peace and just be. I'm totally guilty of this, but I am working on it and I'm mindful of it. So try and just go to the bathroom in peace. Number seven, I want you to eat in peace. Okay, so a lot of people, they eat and watch TV or eat and scroll social media. I know for me, I used to do that years ago. It is a big no-no. It makes me feel anxious and then I can't digest my food properly. So sometimes I'll eat and watch something, but most of the time I'm just eating and talking to Nick. That's it. And when I'm alone, I may listen to a podcast while I eat, but sometimes I just sit and just enjoy the flavors. So. This helps your body fully relax and digest your food properly. So put down your phone, turn off the TV, and just eat in silence or have a conversation with the people at the table. Something so simple that'll make such a difference. Okay, let's head to number eight. I want you to make a conscious choice about the news and the media that you consume. Remember, it's mostly one side of the story. It's mostly one side. They're never giving you both sides. Like on every topic, my wish is that you have both sides of the story and then you can tune in with yourself and choose what feels true and right for you. Don't just be told what to believe. Question everything and then come back inside And ask yourself, well, what do I 
believe? What do I believe? The average person spends two years of their life consuming daily news. Two years. That's a long time. Two years consuming the daily news. And for many people, I get it. It's important to stay up to date with the state of the world. I get it. Especially with everything that's going on right now. But reading five different news websites each day or obsessively refreshing your news feeds every hour for the latest updates might not be the best thing for your mental health. So if you like staying up to date with the news, I recommend like putting some healthy boundaries in place again. For example, maybe you need to say, okay, I'm going to read one newspaper with my breakfast and that's it. Or I'm going to choose quality over quantity and think of ways that I can consolidate my consumption. So I'm not checking Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and reading the news and watching the news and listening to the radio. Like it's just a lot for us. Maybe you could find one top notch, non biased journalist that you watch an hour a week or something like that. And just be really mindful of what you are consuming. And if you find yourself getting stressed out every time you watch the news, it might be time to give yourself a little break. That's okay. Sometimes switching off from our devices, computers, phone, TV, and just being is the best thing for your physical and mental health. We are way too connected to our devices. And stepping away from them, getting out into nature with people we love, that is the best soul medicine there is. Okay, let's move to number nine. Keep it lean with a monthly clean. Okay, so what I mean by that, I want you to be a conscious curator of your social media feeds and of your email subscriptions. Only follow accounts and subscribe to content that's adding real value and joy to your life. Are you learning? Are you inspired? Are you entertained? And only follow accounts and subscribe to content that's going to do those things for you. Follow accounts and subscribe to people that inspire, motivate, and uplift you. And do a cleanup. I clean up my feed all the time. Keep it lean and clean and uplifting. All right, number 10, gratefully unfollow. So whenever a post crosses your feed that makes you feel upset, triggered, angry, that's just not in alignment with your core values, well, that's not really relevant to your life. Or that doesn't align with who you truly are, just unfollow. Like, for example, when I was getting married, a lot of my Instagram feed was wedding stuff. And now that's not in my feed anymore because it's just not that phase of my life. And not that it's not inspiring. It's just, why do I need to see that stuff? So curate what you follow. There's no need to make a big fuss. You can just quietly unfollow. And this isn't about sweeping your triggers under the carpet. No way. That is not what I'm about. If you have any triggers come up when you see someone's content, you need to look at that for sure. But this is about being discerning about 
the content you allow into your sphere. You get to choose what you allow in and out. Okay, so gratefully unfollow. And number 11, the final tip. Never consume two streams of content at once. So watching Netflix, great, do that. Own it, go for it, enjoy it. But don't be on your phone at the same time. Multitasking, you are doing two things half-heartedly instead of one thing really, really well. So it just adds clutter on top of clutter and it's not healthy for your brain. It's not healthy for your physical and mental health. So instead of doing two things half-heartedly, pick one and just do that and focus all of your attention there. So they are my 11 tips. I hope they were helpful. And I really just want to encourage you to declutter your mind with these 11 tips and become a content connoisseur. You get to control what comes into your world. So if you have any other tips, come and share them with me on Instagram and let me know. I would love to hear any other tips that I could add. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and for wanting to be the best, the most conscious, the most healthiest and the happiest version of yourself and for showing up today for you. I really honor you. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.